Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, we're here live on Be Real. We're taking simultaneous Be Real. Every picture I'm like doing like a chin thing. I know, I know, I know. It's so ugly. You just hit the bottom little, the little swirly. Yeah. my God. I'm taking mine. You're the best. Okay. Pose. Okay, got it. That was now, me just look- being real. Is that funny? Like being real? <laughs> we're we're- going to get hired on Wild and Out now. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles. The rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, Trashlings. Welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles with Rich and Uranus, and I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Molshine. The thing about Be Real is it's, it is real. It's exposing the fact that I wear the same sweatshirt every single day. It's a good sweatshirt, and I wear a different shirt under it, so that makes it okay. I definitely think it does, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's only one. I mean, maybe I'll rotate it into a new sweatshirt this week. How about that? Maybe you just try to do one a week, and that could be kind of like, the, you know, the way like that Cher and Clueless had her closet organized. It's like maybe your Be Real is just going to look like a closet where it's like just one week of a color, like in the in the memories section. Yes, 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 yes. Like how influencers worry about their yeah. grid. Right, matching. right, right. Yeah, you're doing a grid. You're doing a, that's my good. grid matches because I wear the same thing every day. Yeah, perfect. That's right. Okay. Let's get started with Chloe, 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 Chloe Kardashian. The season two premiere of the Kardashians on Hulu just dropped. Yeah, it was really depressing. It was the heaviest. I, I, I hated it. I, I was yeah. triggered. I watched the Army Hammer doc twice. So that gives you perspective of what I thought was actually heavier and more difficult to watch. The whole thing is so painful on so many levels. It's gut-wrenching. It actually is gut-wrenching. Yeah. Watching her cry in the beginning. I mean, I've never been a Chloe apologist because I don't think she has any real morals whatsoever, which is fine. But at the same time, she presents herself as the most moral backbone of the family. She is posting those like meme quotes as if she is Mother Teresa. Right. Like, right. like have have grace for the little people. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like we know she got this man, Tristan, while he was pregnant with he was pregnant. No, he was. If he was having to get pregnant, he wouldn't have nearly as many fucking kids. I will tell you that. No, much. but that's exactly right. The sick irony of it all, because like we think that the subject is that it's going to be Chloe being upset that Kristen, that Kristen, that Tristan got some other chick pregnant and got her pregnant at the same time knowingly. But actually, right. It's about the whole, there's this whole mega or whole meta arc of Chloe's story, which is that when she and Tristan started dating, he was pregnant with someone else's baby. Right. Like, And she says in the intro, in the early parts of this episode, she's like, I would never want to be pregnant while some, I would never want to have a baby with someone who was already, had already gotten someone else pregnant. I'm not a sociopath. And it's like, Chloe. Chloe, you actually are a sociopath because you just, just, that's like me being like, I'm not an idiot. I don't have brown hair. 
Right. You just told us that you consider yourself a sociopath because that is exactly what you did. You started dating this man while another girl was pregnant with his child. That's why it was controversial, actually. He was with someone that was having a baby and she was hella pregnant and And they were engaged. They were engaged. Yeah. And this is a pattern for him. And it's now a pattern for you. So why do you think that the rules don't apply to you? Why do you think that you're immune to this? Is it because you're rich? I think it's because she's rich. She thinks, how could this possibly happen to me? I'm rich. Like, I can't imagine what any, uh, what, uh, what, what the mindset is like, like you're so insulated from the real world at this point that you don't even have a concept of the consequences of your own actions. Like you decided to do an embryo transfer, not even into yourself. Now you're getting, now it's some, it's someone else. The baby's already inside someone else. Now she's repeating the issue with the baby boy who she's not connected to because he's been inside of someone else. You're getting another woman involved in this. This, this is like the sixth woman who's been dragged into this mess. We had Jordan Craig, Jordan Woods, Chloe, Marley, Matt, Matlin, whatever the hell her name is. There was another girl, I think. Right. And now the surrogate, too. I mean, how would you what what do you think it's like being the surrogate? Now, this is a really, really thorny topic because (laughs) it's very much my choice is my choice. Feminism. If you if you have health issues and you have the means to get a surrogate, why not? Well, why not? Is some people would say, why should poor women need to? sell their bodies in order to live. Well, I think some women really are good at being pregnant and like actually like it and don't mind it. And I think they should be free to monetize that. Yes. But I think if this be continues to become the norm, we are going to get into a slippery slope where women, where poor women are literally dying to have rich women's babies. Well, isn't that literally the plot of the handmaid's tale? Right. That's the thing. It's like in a vacuum, all of this stuff should be great and should be applauded. But in practice, I think there's going to be some really sickening stories that start to come out about this. Like if a story came out, uh, a woman died giving birth to a rich person's baby and the baby survived and the woman did it because she was in dire financial straits. That is, that is terrible. No, but they would, they would, first of all, they would make it, if it was the Kardashians that that happened with, they would be like, this is a blessing because this baby needed to be born through and like we're gonna name the baby the same name as the mom and they wouldn't even do that they wouldn't even have it in them to do that they would just discard the mom I think right right I mean yeah also right Caitlyn Jenner did bowl someone over in the car and we just never heard about it right like (laughs) the, the Kardashians have always always had one set of I mean they are a matriarchy and they are a matriarchy that actively tears down other women and steals from other women and shits on other women. And they have been that way forever. And now they're doing it to the extent that this woman, this surrogate is getting dragged into a situation where she probably got into it saying, Oh, here are two healthy co-parents. I, I will do them this great service of giving them a, a baby that is sorely wanted in this functioning household. And then she, the surrogate I'm sure finds out midway through oh my god that's such a deep that's where it's like you do have a mars and scorpio like what a penetrate what a penetrating question right that like actually not only is there somebody else growing your baby but now they're feeling for this baby and now this baby is being born into this i would say really bad energy 
Right. Like a baby being, and you said Desi brought up this point, a baby being ripped away from its gestational carrier is a huge deal and very traumatic. Right. And even if it's unconscious to the baby, there is that, that becomes your second trauma to other, other than being born. Right. So, so like, what is it like when you're ripping that baby out of that situation? And I mean, I'm not going to judge people that decide to go that route. Because no, but it's also just I, go, go, sorry, ideally, ideally, you're bringing the baby into another loving situation. But when you're bringing the baby into this extremely fraught situation, instead of like you just you brought a baby into this world in. I mean, it kind of under false pretenses, which it's not Chloe's fault, but it's like, you are really, truly reaping what you sowed and oh, you're bringing another she, person into it. That's, but that, like, okay, but that is, so I, I shared the screen with you so we could look at her charges to have it up in case anything's interesting. But what you just described is exact. she is reaping what she sowed. Yeah. We are all as a collective actually reaping. And it's also like, it's, it's the equinox, right? This is where we're all reaping what we sowed and gathering what we've collected for the winter and what we see in Chloe, an Empire Day Chloe is what happens when you literally keep forcing yourself into relationships and bo- forcing yourself into a relationship and a body and a persona that has now actually had you so dissociated Ugh. from yourself that you don't even realize that he was pregnant when you started dating. That is so true. Oh my God. I didn't even put that together, forcing herself into the relationship that doesn't want her, the body that doesn't yep. want her. Like, yep. oh my God, it's so sad. And now she and- has a baby boy that's already been in another woman that she doesn't, she already like feels betrayed by and doesn't want. Oh my God. And even when she got, when she found out she was having a daughter, she said, oh, I'm going to be jealous of her. Because she's going to be closer with her dad than I am. It's like, Chloe, it hurts. It's painful. And does she not have a therapist? uh, She can't possibly have a therapist. But also, you know, therapists are idiots too. Like there are so many. Well, she's going to pay someone to just like pump her up. Exactly. That's what so many people I know who are, who have gone to therapy. That is what it is. And I've been in situations in therapy where I knew that, I mean, I've only been to therapy a handful of times. I'm not, I have never, ever found a therapist that I respected Mm -hmm. because like one of them, one time, like I literally made a terrible decision. And the therapist was like, you know what, Molly, it wasn't your fault. It was everyone else's fault. And I was like, (laughs) girl, you're like you need therapy i know i'm like i'm getting out of this therapy situation for my own good because this is bullshit like i'm actually trying to take responsibility right 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 but you know something else that i was thinking about this week that was also like so depressing to me at the time that it was going on but i never really voiced it to anyone but because it just was so sad and dark like when she first had drew the daughter um on the show, every time they showed her and in- Chloe interacting with True, she was calling True Mama. She was oh going, "Oh my God, on, you're mama. right, do this, Mama." And I was like, "This is so like it's like almost tr- like sexualizing and like so I didn't think it was adultifying. It's just like she's not she's not Mama. That's right. That is so I mean, this is real Gemini Moon North Node Chiron. On th- this is Gemini confused Gemini shit. I think it was because she found out 
Tristan had cheated on her while she was like about to go into labor. And I think this was her way of trying to get the baby's first word to be mama instead of dada. Like, that's what I think she was doing because. Oh my, I have chills. Yeah. I have chills. It was so contrived and weird. You wouldn't, I mean, I think in a lot of Latino cultures, they call babies mamacita, papacito. That is like a thing that's normal. It's a normal pet name for a kid. Like I've seen people like women, Latina women call their babies poppy as like a term of endearment. I think sure. that's normal. Chloe's not part of that. I mean, she can wear as many hoops as she wants. She's not part of that culture. And for her to call her baby mama as like a white girl in Southern California is completely made up. And I just think, I feel like either subconsciously or consciously, that's why she was doing it. She was like, I'm going to repeat this over and over and over again in hopes that I can erase her father from, from the narrative. Now she has kind of reluctantly brought him back in because the Kardashians, while they're completely fine with having babies out of wedlock, they do seem to have a stigma against having babies from multiple fathers. They do seem to, even though the men won't claim them and like consistently refuse to marry them kylie and chloe both now and courtney courtney a little bit different because i think she was refusing to marry scott continuing to have children with these dysfunctional partners because for some reason that to them makes it okay because well, that's better my, than i think because fathers. i think because that to them has them owning the child like you know the same thing where it's like your parents are two different religions at the end of the day like if your mother's jewish you're jewish or your mother's Catholic. Your yeah, mother's yeah, Catholic yeah. in a Catholic school. If your mother's Jewish, you're Jewish, right? So even if it's mixed, you are you can't marry your mother's pussy. Why do I choose unavailable men? Why do I why do I always attract the same type of man? And it's like, well, it is for a reason. They are getting something yeah. out of it. And I think what they're getting out of it is like they get to Desi's kind of right. The other thing she said is like, she feels like the Kardashians are sort of just having children for sport at this point. And like Chloe, like Chloe for the making, brand, for the brand. For the brand. It's like, it's all like, it's like there's like a very corporate feel now to the whole thing and like I just yeah I feel like not only is this a lesson in reaping what you sow and like I love you've gotten me hooked on that girl Kardashian colloquium she actually is so right about how whether they even know it or not how deeply influential and I mean there really is a lot of critical theory around human behavior based on them and and but in such a more meta way than they even Think yeah. that they have control over like they really think that they have control They're this whole thing that's we're talking about south node and scorpios chris jenner is a super duper scorpio why are you why did you even think of that because you and chloe are both scorpio mars she has a mm. she has a saturn pluto conjunction but it's in different signs so she her pluto is at the very last degree of scorpio meaning she is like finishing revolutionizing an age-old bad story about relationships she's and now she's getting karma a big lesson in what happens when you actually make that mistake over and over and then mars conjunct saturn in the in the eighth house it's really just getting other people's baby and other people's everything really trying to like impregnate yourself and then in this case even someone else eighth house having babies pregnancy scorpio the deepest darkest secrets and things we hide and and baby making and transformation so she the south node is on her on her Mars moving towards her fucking moving towards her Saturn. It's on Chris Jenner's son. It's like, she literally is having a, 
past, this is like the end of the past life lesson. And now she's about to have a different experience of actually reaping what she sowed. And she's going to have to work with it differently now. And she's going to, she is going to be punished in whatever way for her, not even necessarily punished. She's going to have to now work with what she's created in the trying fifth house in her fifth house of baby making right? These are the two houses that represent baby making. She does have a huge amount of karma there, but then there's the like hardcore oppositions between like, so she has the sun, Venus and Mercury all in cancer in the fifth house. So she really, wait, like, sun, she, Venus, Mercury and can and in cancer, in cancer, in the fifth house, the, the okay. baby making Leo house. So she, for her to be like a performative mother is, has always sort of been the dream. And I think the whole psychology of her being like and they don't like people that don't want me I feel like the fact that that Courtney and Kim were so like twinning and similar and she kind of was this like she just had a really different she's not that typical youngest kid she's a really like different she sticks out with the three of them I also think she probably could have I mean she I think she wanted to be a mom forever I think she probably could have become a mom younger if she wasn't trying to force this high status public facing man relationship like Lamar, French Montana, Tristan. It's like, Chloe, if you just found a nice insurance salesman or a real estate agent or a banker, like, why did it need to be a basketball player or a musician? Like, these guys, they're, they're, the nature of their profession makes it highly unlikely that they are going to be faithful like husbands. I'm sorry. I know that's a stereotype. It's just that men who are public facing high status, they have a lot of opportunities to cheat. So like if you just got like kind of a little bit slightly lower status or more anonymous man, at least if he cheated on you, it wouldn't become so public because no one would give a shit, you know, like, I think that Chloe is living a completely karmic, like this is a, she's, she's a bit unconscious. Oh, she is completely unconscious. I don't think she has any, I don't think she has any self-awareness at all. Like, and also if you go back to the earlier clips of her on the show, she's a completely different person. I mean, she is a different per they all are that's why the show is so boring now like I just have to keep watching especially this episode because it was you knew like well they well because they did this thing where they were like we're gonna give you some of the information but you really are gonna have to watch the show I think the most interesting thing about this is like the debate around surrogacy around it because well that was part of even just watching it that was so striking not okay so I, I will come back to even like the psychology of the woman carrying the baby but like those hospital bed shots like that whole thing where it's like should I let Tristan come to the hospital it's like you could have you could meet him at Denny's too it doesn't really like yeah it's a also, location for you guys you're not actually having the baby it was really strange how we got it a glimpse into the delivery of Kim's two surrogate born kids and the fact that it was Kim and Courtney in the room and Kanye waited oh, in a it's different like everything. room I was like, why was Kanye not in there? Like, are you really this threat? I think it's because they are so threatened by other women. It's like, you can rent out another woman's uterus and entire body, but you can't let your husband be in the room while she gives birth because that would be too like tempting for him or something like that. Like he shouldn't be, he shouldn't be like privy to that side of it. It's like, 
What? That's insane. Don't you think? Why else would you? Why would she have Courtney in with her instead of Kanye? I mean, they must have just been in some fight. And it, my, there was so much going on behind the scenes. It was probably some passive aggressive. Like they're just control freaks. They're all control freaks. For a family that's having so many babies and that is so public, there's very little romance. I think that's why Barker mm. and Courtney are so compelling. It's the first time in this family where it's like, oh, actually, like they love each other. That's yeah. what's so interesting about them is that they have always stood for here's how you can I mean they have the best of all worlds of the divine feminine they don't have real jobs let's be honest (laughs) they exist to look pretty and walk around and talk to each other all day and they don't create gossip right like that is like stereotypical like divine feminine woman dream. I am not hot girl syndrome. Yeah. Like I'm just walking around being a hot girl and the public is consuming it. And I don't have to even have sex with anyone for this privilege of being this high status woman. I don't have to marry a man for it. And I can just exist on my own terms. And yes, they all have their quote unquote businesses. They just have their own little whims. And then they tell hobbies. You got to do something with your time. Yeah. And they tell other people to carry it out with the, with the exception of Kim lawyering, because obviously you can't fake that. And she has been very honest that she's failed a few times and you know what I mean but like they have this sort of divine feminine dream where they just look hot all day gossip uh get rich off of that and they don't need a man's money what they do need is a man's sperm in order to make children and keep having the children and there is no setup in society at any level yet for how you can achieve that in a drama free way. I guess you could have a sperm donor, but then like you're kind of living with the stigma of your kid, not having a father figure, you know, and now they still, because but none even of that, them what you're really saying, marry, is- but like, because none of them really marry their baby daddies, they all have the Kardashian curse following them around. Yeah, but it's not the Kardashian curse. They just don't prioritize romance or yeah. or lo- loyalty in relationship at all. I mean, that is sort of Chris's MO. She really is. The, she is divine feminine, but she's a she's the dark goddess. Like yeah. basically being like, I do what I want. I commit to no one but myself and my pleasure and and slithering through the the ranks, you know, in every which way with the moral code that is different than yours the moral code is my family gets my children get ahead at all costs right me and my children will continue to to profit yeah even at the cost of their own shame and dignity specifically yeah they they actually were just so that's the thing everything you just said i agree with completely but it is completely devoid of of relational intelligence or even just it's not even intelligence there's no priority they're they're all it's all strategy they're all strategists it's all control and it's basically like right why but like because hypothetically why would you need to be in the conversation of like where are we going to get the sperm from it's the one thing we can't get it's like well i don't know you eat your own pussy like you might want to have a boyfriend like it might be nice to actually have love and the reason why they are such a perfect analog to the british monarchy is even when someone does they don't marry in because they rarely get married. They don't do the, you know, even when they do, it's whatever, like sometimes after childbirth or doesn't yield any children. Mm -hmm. But so like Lamar, like Chris Humphreys, they didn't last long enough to have kids. And also, by the way, Chloe has admitted that she lied about having fertility issues with Lamar. So like, that's a really weird thing to lie about for a TV storyline. So God knows what else is being lied about. But anyway, like when you marry in, when you become, when you become a male partner of 
someone in the family or a female partner in the case of Black China, you do have to subsume all of your hopes and dreams and what you want to do for yourself. And you have to do it all for the family. Like, right. It's like mafia shit. Yes. Kanye and Meghan Markle are similar in this way because they both could not sit down and shut up for the family. And they both are very, you know, vocal now about the fact that they didn't want to and couldn't and that that's why they had to be gotten rid of like Kanye calling her Chris Jong-un which is still the funniest fucking thing ever he's so funny and he exposed their secrets he exposed the like he's into exposing them and like the only reason why Kanye is sort of walking back go he goes back and forth and walks back back his remarks because he starts to understand that his children their legacy depends on the success of the kardashian family and megan i'm sure knows that her children she i'm sure has some regrets about going scorched earth on the family because now her kids might not get the titles that they're entitled to right you know i do put a pin in that for later but i actually am curious about like I saw a lot of headlines about that and I don't really know about that, but put a pin in it. Basically, you just get to do it. They they get to make it up however they want. Like they're- So are they going to get them or no? We don't know. Well, we won't know for a while. So who gets to make up? Charles makes them up. Yeah, basically. I mean, there is a law. It's not a law, but the letters patent say that all grandchildren of the monarch- have the title prince and princess but because archie and lilibet were born before charles was the monarch there is a gray area there where there's it's it's not clear whether he so i think he gets to make the choice whether he gives them those titles retroactively or whether he just says if any other children are born from megan and harry now that i'm the monarch those kids get it which is also kind of like a fucked up controversial it's like okay well i get you chloe wants yeah. the same father but like i would hope more than anything that they have the same titles as the other sons and daughters right but so that's that's like a, okay, that's, so that's what, what it that is. is with but, but i so think you're right that's such an interesting comparison right that megan markle is the kanye of the royals where like she just isn't going to lay down and die for the game she's not right. in the game she's like katie holmes with scientology except they didn't they must have bought bought her off and threatened her or something because she has been mum. Right. But also at the same time, like I think Megan and Kanye both like, obviously they married into it for a reason. They had, they, they did see some mystique in this. They did see a boost in status. I mean, Kanye and Kim was a power couple. Like even though people looked at him sideways because he was marrying into a, a, reality tv dynasty they were like oh there must be something there and like he would brag about it in songs in um uh which song is it highlights from the life of pablo he says we the new jacksons like he was he really liked this idea of having like a hierarchical family organization that he was a part of and like i think megan obviously had to have seen something in it because she volunteered to give up her career and go with them they wanted her to keep acting they were like you don't have to do this if you don't want to and she was like no i want to do it so yeah i don't know i don't know what the point was that i was trying to make but these men they kind of i feel like the kardashians they want these guys to be in it and to subsume into the family scott has done it because scott has never gone rogue you know travis uh scott went rogue like he kind of i think that was probably a big question with the family what are we going to do about him with um you know the whole the whole disaster the astral world thing i think they tried to 
project this image of him as a family man in the months afterward. And now he's disappeared again. So like what's going on? I think he's gone rogue again. I think, you know, black China obviously went more rogue than any of them because she's been. Well, she, I don't know if I would say she went rogue as much as she like exploded in the house. She, she remained in place and started, took out the machete. Also, there was no place for her in the family. Like right. she was basically excommunicated before she even got in because they they did not like approve of her as a female ambassador of the family from the jump. Well, and so, it's interesting too because on it, it actually does show that on some level they're whether consciously or unconsciously racist. Like because it's like actually Black yeah. China was welcome as like Kim's sidekick. Like how cool to look like black girl adjacent and like we have big butts and we have curves and big lips and whatever. Right, and, and she was being used by Kim in that way right and then I can get cornrows my best friend is black and it's like mm-hmm. but then right when she actually wanted to be the one that had the only one that had grandchildren that were named Kardashian it became like whoa like who do you think you are right you know and not to mention the only reason that that we're even I mean no back it up back it up the thing that we also forget talking about Chloe being like, I would never want to have someone's baby that was already having a baby with someone else. Really? Oh, okay. Uh, it seems like you uh, didn't mind before, but okay. Right. When baby Kylie started dating Tyga, which was her first, you know, relationship, public relationship, he was already dating with a pregnant Black China. Right. They did. I, well, was she pregnant or was the kid already born? Well, maybe the kid was already born, but either way, yeah. it's like, they, it's like you guys don't get to, you just don't get to steal other women's fathers and expect them to bow down to you. Right. Exactly. It's, it's, they have, they think that it's one set of rules for them and one for everybody else. And I don't know where that comes from. I don't know if it, it's like a Royal family thing. That's why it really is. It's the perfect analog for the American Royal family, because like even the Kennedys have not had this level of ruthlessness that like enabled them that enables the Kardashians to remain so much of a cultural monolith because the Kennedys couldn't keep it together as much. Whereas the Kardashians are all the girls are willing to fall in line. Rob is not. So he has been completely erased from public view and like, well, but here's the thing. Actually the fallout of the Kardashians is let is yet to be seen because the truth is the Kennedy generation that ultimately petered out, if you will, uh, were the third. So like the, the grandfather was like the, the Joe Jackson was the Chris Jenner. Yeah, then yeah. There was like this, this, the Kardashian siblings. So the Kim and the Courtney was, you know, was the JFK and all them. Yeah. Right. JFK and his bros and the Ted's and the whatever. Then their kids are where it all started to get a little bit of a, of a mishmash it's splintered i think like probably with jfk dying and then with um bobby dying again after that like i think just right it it just splintered everything big for their britches on some level and it's like that is what the kardashians are building for so i think we could see something i don't like hope for the worst but like it'll be interesting to see what the generation of kardashians that have been born of this dating trend creates and produces because none of them signed up for this right and we've seen what what happened to or we're watching what has happened with Kylie and Kendall as they've developed starting as children on screen 
And actually, now that I think about it, I think the reason that they think that is because they have been programmed, not the older ones as much, but they're into it because they're like, whatever, it's business. I think that Kylie and Kendall have a different context of the world because their first, like their primary understanding of what life was, was a reality TV show set. Mm -hmm. So like the only thing that they're thinking in terms of is the, the narrative, yeah, and I think Kylie is like a ghost of a human now. Like is. Kendall somehow is able to do it because she seems like she's in a better place mentally because I think she's got her modeling and she's got a whole world outside of the family. So she is able to compartmentalize like, okay, yeah, the family does the show. I have to keep I have to keep going with the show because it helps everyone's bottom line, but at least I've got this other outlet. Whereas Kylie just hasn't found anything else to do. So she seems like she's sort of floundering right now. Well, you know why though? Because Kendall, aside from modeling, she's the only one like the big insult of for Kim at the beginning of this whole scandal is that like you have no talent like you're famous for not having talent or whatever the thing about Kendall is she has talent she isn't Robert Kardashian's rich daughter she's fucking Jenner's daughter she is an athlete she has talent Kendall yeah, but is, she doesn't. Yeah, what she she's does. good at. I think she's a really good athlete. Like, I think she rides horses daily. I, think I don't know. She, I don't know where we're going. I think she this. is. A, I'm just saying, I think that she always knew she was going to model. I think that, like, Kylie's the youngest, right? So when you say Kylie's like a shell of a person, and then thinking about how weird it is that the whole, like, joke of the family that is kind of true is that Kylie's my favorite because she's a billionaire with a B, and she's just my little, my little perfect angel. And it's like, of course, Chris feels that way. I feel like Kendall as the older sister of the two was a little bit more annoyed with even the whole thing going on. Whereas Kylie was young enough to be like, Oh, I could be set. I could. Right. Camera. Also Kylie had an older, let's be honest, prettier sister. Like, right. I think that, I think that will mess you up. Yeah. And Kylie had four older, prettier sisters. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think also going back to Kim and like the whole Kanye thing, it's and the the next generation and what's going to happen with them. I mean, Kim is already using her children with Kanye as a stand in for Kanye. Now that wow. she and Kanye aren't together, she's already just using North as a Kanye stand in, bringing her to events. She's got North dressed Whoa. in even to the extent that she's got North dressed in more masculine coded. No, clothing. no. North is literally dressed like Mr. Pina all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And like dressed like the Monopoly dad. And like, she looks cool as fuck. And like, she's Kanye's daughter. And everyone's like, that is Kanye's daughter. You can tell. And Kanye is regarded as even by people who don't like him as like a creative and artistic force. And so Kim still has the attachment to someone who is like that. And she's using her kid to keep that branding up because we all know that Kim went into the stratosphere when she married Kanye. The whole family became culturally acceptable when the Kanye relationship happened so like she's clinging to that and that's how she's doing it and like I understand why Kanye is very disturbed by this and the fact that like his kids are now just being used as pawns for branding but it's like bro what did you think again you could say the same thing to him that you would say to Chloe which is what the fuck did you think was going to happen I think it's interesting that even in the parallel of the monarchy and the Kardashians both these these youngest children are accused of being someone else's child which is like there's basically just like the youngest children in both like so harry and chloe both have tons of rumors swirling about who their father is and that they're not like the family they're not one of them right so i do think we see that kind of reaction come like i think chloe is fighting against 
Like we look at her chart, North Node and Chiron conjunct her, uh, North Node and Chiron conjunct in Gemini in her third house. Her siblings did actually fuck up her thinking and her representation of herself. And so she's going to go on a journey of not being herself and like forcing all these timelines and forcing people to have literally fifth house, eighth house children with her. And then North Node, South Node conjunct Uranus on her legacy, what she's going to be remembered for. She's going to be remembered for like flying too close, close to the sun and actually shot back home, sent back home to actually have to now like be herself and reinvent herself. Like the only hope that she has is you're exactly right. Is to like actually mellow the fuck out, like know your role, Chloe and marry a, a nice banker and mellow out. Just like, yeah, like you're, fucking, you're not a you're Barbie not funny anymore. You're not fucking funny. Yeah. You're not a Barbie doll basketball wife. You're just right. not like, it's just not who you ever, ever were destined to be. So like, stop trying to cram yourself into that box. It's so limiting and boring and it's not, interesting and it's not you like I don't know but her chart literally is the journey like her hero's journey is ultimately like the chart of discovering like healing whatever past life storyline needed to continue to play out and from that place actually finding herself and like she's gonna have to get so far away from herself that it will create I think we're seeing maybe I don't want to put this on her but like some kind of a breakdown where she's actually like really has to start to to get to know herself yeah and, who and she break- is within the community and be someone that she actually like is is meant to be and breakdown doesn't always mean shave your head Britney Spears no, like breakdown no. can just be wait a minute this isn't working like I was reading totally. actually before we started recording I was reading like journal pages I had written from like 2018 and I was like oh my god I was in the midst of a breakdown like I yep. Because, like, I write in my journal every morning, and I'm always like, what if I'm not changing or developing? What if this is all exactly the same problems over and over again? And I went back and found some in Google Docs that I had written on the computer, and I was like, whoa, I have made so much progress. And that was a dark, dark time. And, like, so breakdown doesn't have to mean you're going nuts. It just no. means, like, nothing's working for you at that moment, and you you need to figure out how to make it work. And it feels like all hope is lost. What's so yeah. funny about that is that um, talk about like group mind, group think you weren't at the last moon. Evil, but that was the exercise that Sarah Swords led us in a journal exercise where we went back to an old journal because she had the same experience. She's like, I found this old journal and realized like, oh, my God, like w- my life now is what I wished it would become. Like, yes. I, I wasn't here before. And so we all we all did that as a as an exercise, like talking about like, where have we been? And actually, what are the fruits of our labor, etc, that we may be overlooking, because we love just being in the grind of like wanting more and getting better and not success or whatever. Yeah. And so I think that's really interesting that that's what it's like, like, the the, the journal exercise was truly channeled, everybody that was tuned in got the message somehow, lolol. Um, so that's kind of interesting, but I agree but with you. And everybody should do that for themselves, especially right now on the equinox. It's like, we're about to go into the dark night, the dark part of the year. So like, you want to actually enter it with as much, uh, like good, good non-perishables as you can. Right. And like, if you're feeling like shit right now, you don't need to fall further before you start rebuilding yourself. Like you could be at rock bottom. It, you can just start anytime. And in fact, if you are, like, you can decide this is your rock bottom. And yeah. the truth is we welcome breakdowns because it's the only way that we create breakthroughs. When we're super comfortable and happy, why would we change anything? Exactly. I also just want to say as the last thing, I think it's really interesting how this is 
like I said, opening up the conversation around surrogacy. And I think the reason why is because the situation is so fucked up between Mm -hmm. Chloe and Tristan. It's making people feel like they have license to ask these questions. Like, wait a minute, why is she in the hospital bed when she didn't do anything medical? Why was she out on the town two days after the kid was born with nine inch long nails and like out? Cause people are saying, wait a minute, this kid was ripped from his gestational carrier. You should be literally glued to him for the next like year and a half. Like that's what I was going to say earlier too. Actually, how weird the reason that scene was so painful aside from just like the theater of like their hospital room, as if someone else didn't just go through a whole experience, like watching the birth. We didn't see the birth of the baby. We saw Chloe waiting for the baby to be born looking like she was in agony. Okay. Yes. So, and I, and oh my God, the whole storyline too, I just want to say the big running theme was that everyone, the whole episode was crying and then lying to her face while they were all crying going like, I just hope that you realize that this is a blessing. This is a right good thing. It's like, oh my God, you guys like just say what it is. Right. It's fucked up. It's a terrible situation and it's absurd. I just don't think you realize like what a blessing it's going to be. The baby's being born into our little army and we're actually going to take over the world. We have tanks. We're good. It's like, what? It's so weird. It's none of us have partners. Don't worry about it. We are the family. Yeah. It actually is like Nick Cannon controlling level on some, in some weird way where it's like, we, all we need to do is keep reproducing with people whose sperm seems like the kind of, kid that we want to raise to, to be a mega person like they're trying to they're trying to like they're trying to back their way into becoming like comic book heroes instead of the royal family literally with the fucking impossibles thing right they're like yeah. together our genetics will create the super kids and it's like don't do that don't fucking put that pressure on people that's what i'm saying this is a loveless this whole thing is loveless everything about this is loveless and it is i think, I think they love the their kids of, they do love their kids it's i think just... they love their kids as much as they can love their kids which means that that you know thinking in terms of like bu- buying the copyright to their name and thinking in terms of like North's getting to express herself but no even the choice to and I do think that Kanye and Kim for the record had a real romance and do have a real romance and connection and this is just it's playing out the way it's playing out but like I just think that even at the beginning of this romance I mean Kim had had three to two divorces at that point she doesn't even really expect relationships to work she's just down to be married yeah, I think Chloe and Lamar had a real romance too. I actually do too, and I do miss. I I I will stand by. He was actually a match for her. It's just he was he was a you know raging drug addict. Yeah, exactly. That I, was really sad. But I would rather that she was dealing with a raging drug addiction than actually somebody's like ego addiction, like offspring addiction. Like that is so fucking weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, and, but oh, oh, the last thing I say is so not only was this hospital fake, but then they they gave the baby to Chloe, who actually looks emaciated it's not like like the baby wants to suckle from a titty she's none of them have titties anymore yeah Chloe does but that's it I mean not Chloe Courtney uh, Courtney and Kylie does but I don't know if Kylie's anything is actual tit or ass like I don't know what yeah, she no. actually is working with yeah that's a really good point it's so I mean yeah it's it's hard because it's like if someone desperately wants a baby they should be like able to have a baby we've got the technology and all and then but not because you don't want to split your tummy tuck open right exactly and 
I don't know. Like, and then some people are like, well, you shouldn't have a surrogate. You should do adoption. And it's like, well, why is adoption good? Don't you think that if a woman has a baby, we should be doing everything in our power to make sure that she can, that she has the resources to raise her own child. Well, that's a way. Cause I was going to answer the question of the, again, so penetrative. We love seeing your Mars and Scorpio come out. That's because right now the South node is conjunct your Mars and Scorpio and the North node in Taurus is heading towards your moon. So you really are like leading the conversation in like new values, new rules, but from a really deep psychological perspective, okay, because thanks. so good. Cause I was going to say, oh, well, I would like, I, I, here's all the reasons why adopting is good. And it's like, oh, obviously that's why she's Molly. That's why you want to partner with her because she has a better question than that, which is, you know, why are people being put up for adoption in the first place? Right. Why is there a, a culture of women just having babies willy nilly, whether it's for pay for someone else or before they're ready to, why don't we keep abortions legal? Right. Like why don't we, why are we making any woman go through the agony and trauma of childbirth without the payoff of having a child to raise right. in a way that's so being supported and having all the resources you need to do that. Right. Like long-term because it also does have transformational psychological effects that there's almost, even if you're great at being pregnant or you want to do it, there's no way that you know how this is going to affect you. And of course you'll get over it and move on. We all do. But like, I don't know, are you creating a trauma for yourself that maybe you don't have to? But speaking of which, isn't this also underlying the ethics of the Kardashians in general, which is like, okay, well, if it actually did, well, no, let me go back. It did start with a sex tape, which whether it was planned or not planned was Kim be selling her body being a surrogate for all of you jerking off like yeah that's so true like the whole thing is so fucking full circle meta that i don't even know if they can see it because they're so deep in the eye of the storm but it's like like everything about their storylines as much as we want to look back and cosmetically they've changed it's almost oddly enough just stayed totally the same and like similar to us in our comedy careers we were just talking about but it's like actually no like they have all evolved but you know it's interesting in some ways um you know, some of the stories are are just more uh, fruitful than others and everybody is reaping what they sow. And if Chloe looks emaciated, it's because she is actually in this moment bankrupt. Yeah. Oh my God. Deep. And I also think that we need to, as a society, stop over intellectualizing Kris Jenner, because I don't, I think she shoots from the hip with everything. And I don't think she's as much of a mastermind as anyone thinks. And I think the reason why it's the same over and over and over again with them is because they're literally acting from like Chris's id. That, and that is what that, okay. So yes. And that is what Scorpio is. And that is what Chris is. Yeah, exactly. It's the okay. deep power center. And then wait, the what last great... thing I want to know is, wait, the last thing I want to know is, because then why do you think the Ray J, like, what do you think of the Ray J, Chris? Like, do you, what do you think actually happened? And, and what do you think? I don't even care because I feel like we've been punishing Kim for this sex tape since she, since she became famous and it's boring. But see, that's where it's like, I think, but, care. I, think the, but I think the question is in this, because I think it's like, or have they been punishing Ray J? No, the man never gets punished. Yeah, but she's using this. They're, she's not punished for this. Okay, if Ray they J wanted They're people... making it the storyline. But Ray J does... I mean, write a good song, Ray J. Come up with well, a right, better Ray song. Just, I literally think that's what it comes down to, ultimately, that Ray J just needs money. And so even whatever is true, there probably is some truth yeah. to it. But he's just like, I'm, I'm bringing this up now because I need cash. I'm sure there's subterfuge at play. And also, guess what? Ray J was the one holding the camera. So you know right. what? I don't give a fuck. It, it, I don't care. I don't feel bad for either of them. Right. I don't think either. it's like whatever. Maybe there was a shady deal. Maybe not. I think probably what happened is they took the sex tape 
video and somehow it got into the hands of a producer or whatever or porn company. And they said, either this is going to leak and we're going to have to do a legal battle and that's going to be annoying, or we can sign the release and make money off of it. So they signed the release. And I think, yes, they did make a deal with the devil. And I then, mean, you know what? That's where it's like, I do think those rumors could be true where it's like, okay, if you're going to do it, at least let me look at exactly. what it, Like Chris did probably watch to make sure there was nothing that would be like humiliating. To, that yeah. There was a deal. There was that they negotiated. I have no idea. We're never going to know that. I think the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Ray J I'm sure it's frustrating for him because they've gotten more famous than him now and they have more money than him. And he never thought that was going to happen. So yeah. that's why he's annoyed. During the Kardashian story, what came up a lot is us saying, what did you expect? Of course, he's a cheater. Of course, he has babies with other women. What do you expect? What do you expect? And we're, we are putting some element of blame on the Kardashians for choosing men who are rock stars, athletes. They're obviously going to cheat, right? Like that came out of, we, we just said it like it's willy nilly. Right. But now, right. Also, I want to say, I want to amend that and make clear that like every man of every stratum of life cheats. And like, the thing is, if they're a rock star or an athlete, it's much more likely that that cheating is going to publicly humiliate you. Right. So, it's like, possible no matter what, but it's more likely because they have the opportunity and people are going to know about it. Right. Exactly. Also, yeah, the other guys don't have as much opportunity and like, you know, sometimes. But also like, even like resources, like if people could afford to just fuck around and find out, they might. But oftentimes it's like, no, I have to like go home after work. I have to provide for this family who I hate, but yeah. they're, they're here every day and I'm not getting out of it. Also, there are some good guys, obviously, who don't do any of that, but. We hope. We sure hope. Yeah. But now this Adam Levine news has come out, which I mean, there's a lot of things to to dissect like his game the overarching question of is he the biggest asshole in the world it's like he's an asshole because he's flirting like he's 15 and he's flirting with really young girls and he's a dick could you say the same to Bahati what do you expect he's like done TED talks on I'm a cheater so what people cheat right I mean this is another story where like I don't even really find it that interesting because yeah of course right and look at him look at his stupid tattoos what did you think this was going to be man of the year no but I also don't think Behati cares. Right. She just like is like, yeah, I did know. Yeah. She's like, what else was I going to do? I'm a Victoria's Secret model that has a shelf life of 10 years if you're the luckiest of the lucky. Right. Uh, and then, you know, you, you're just the girl that was a model. And that opens your life up to a lot of really cool other opportunities that you can do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, she's kind of like, yeah, I'm a model married to a rock star, which mm-hmm. I mean, I would call him a Dwayne Reed music star. I think he's a pop star. But it, when the girl's like first video came out, you love how many digs she was throwing, like, you know, which uh, Maroon 5, which is elevator music at this point. I have to say songs about Jane is one of the best albums I've ever heard in my life. So fuck everybody. Mm, I, 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 I felt be- I felt every song not only is listenable, re-listenable, catchy, gets stuck in your head, but absolutely related to a moment in my life where I was journaling like I was in the trenches. Okay. Well, that's good that you had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's also because I would sign up for a life with someone who, like, I, I would sign up for a toxic relationship and therefore the toxic relationship love songs resonate with me. Maybe it's saying more about me because honestly, his writing, as we can see from the text, is not that good. I mean, I couldn't believe how bad his game was. And for the record, he was never going to name, everyone's reporting like, can you believe what a narcissist he actually said? Like, he was going to name the baby. He wasn't going to name the baby Sumner. He was flirting with her. He was trying to get a rise out of her. There's no way he was going to name the baby Sumner. It's not even a good name. 
Ugh, you think that was flirting? On a thousand percent. Guys, I there are guys in my life who flirt with me like that. Like where they just say something like, like yeah, he was just, just trying to say something really like penetrative, weird. He he meant to get her upset. Yeah, like to cheat is horrific on its own. To cheat when you are married and have a kid is even worse. To then bring your kid into the conversation is so twisted and weird to mm-hmm. me it's, it's like but it is chloe adjacent in this weird way yeah but i mean that's the headline news to me is the line about naming the kid where i'm just like oh you're really weird and i hate you and but for the record i and i think that is the news too but i don't think i think he was flirting and everyone's taking that too literally nobody here has actually been a part of like you know white guy sex game I guess I mean I've dated my fair share of white guys and no one's yeah, ever but you done... don't you tend unless it's like deeply emotionally abusive you'll leave if it's someone's actually like just fucking you like I, I love a little I, I will get into like fights with dumb people for sport and then have yeah y- yeah okay yeah it's a way I keep it casual you know right like, I hate I, everything he thinks I also hated in her video how she was like I was really young and naive it's like no, you had sex with a married man for the but, ego boost. That's, well, that's what you did. Also, though, that it wasn't just I was young and naive. It was like I was young and naive and like new to the scene. Like not like I'm like ingratiated in this scene now. It's what like, oh, scene? Okay, okay, cool, girl. Like, what are you at a TikTok house? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? We don't know who <laughs> yeah. you are other than this. So I don't know what. Right. Like, just like in my a- line of work, people have a judgment like as an Instagram model. And it's like we literally did not No one. Ju- we didn't know who you were. Yeah, we didn't know who you were. And also the judgment, uh, you're proving it to be true. You slept with a married man knowingly for the ego boost. And now you're lying about it and pretending it's this big, deep thing. It's like, come on, just be honest. Well, and I want to say this. Do we have receipts that they slept together? Because for the most part, all of the allegations otherwise have been like, he was basically just like flirty texting with these young girls. It seems like just to get attention and you know like you want to meet up but then like I didn't even sound like anybody actually hooked up with him or met up with him or he didn't do anything actually I think maybe he oh I was gonna say he smacked his yoga teacher's ass but actually I don't even think it was that I think he texted her like I would love to see you do yoga in the nude or something and he said one time great ass or something like that but I think the the key is when in her in her like video and her like oh I am sorry I had to do this video she makes it clear that they had a year-long affair it's like what Mm. does that mean what is what is a affair is one of those words that is so I mean it could be in maybe he was just texting her for a year like it could be maybe they were sexting they could be sexting they could be in and out of having sex once a month twice and then for a year they fought about it like we literally don't know what that means yeah. And I got to say, I don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. From the dawn of time, models have. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
married musicians and been like, uh, yeah, you know, he might cheat on me and whatever. I get to be married to a rock star and he loves me and comes home to me at the end of the day. Like, I think the betrayal here is that everything came out into the open and I don't know. I just don't care. Well, I think it's also like he didn't have his girl on lock. What I think could be the difference between Behati and the Kardashians here is that the Kardashians actually think they are the rulers of the world. And so when they're having these, what they're calling like loving partnerships with these people that they really like can't help but fall for and want to reproduce with, they're surprised when that person is someone that they're not. Whereas I think the re- I think you're right. I think it's possible that Bahati is actually like, look, I wish it didn't come out in public. I wish I didn't know, but like, not that big of a deal. I know who he is. I know what we have. And actually get him off my hands a bit. He seems like an annoying, he literally seems like he has the personality of like a 16 year old boy who's like doing like a cannonball into the pool party. It's like, exactly. dude, like it's not, don't splash me. Like, ugh. yeah, exactly. I think that's He's all made. it is. And I, I mean, she's been photographed out with him since this news broke. I think Which she's is not a coincidence. I don't think if they're putting on a united front, I think she's like, lol haters. Yeah. She's unbothered. Unbothered. Here's what I think could happen. I think it's possible that it'll keep coming out in a way that becomes like embarrassing, like at a certain point where it's like, okay, stop this. Based on his chart, I could see him needing to like pay people out. Like I, cause this is a moment in time and karma where we are like reaping what we sow. And in, I'm looking at her chart, but in his chart, like, you know, his Chiron, his wound and his, his legacy, his midheaven, his, his midheaven is right on the degree where that big conjunction at the beginning of August happened, where it was like, whoa, something about your, in this case, career legacy is going to change forever. And then it's like inching towards his wound in the ninth house, his North node in the first house conjunct his Saturn. Like he's sort of here on some level to half learn lessons and pay for them. Mercury is retrograde going right over his Pluto in the second house money. So I think something's going to, I think there could be a change in the way that he, like, I think he could take a break in his career. I think he might have to pay people out. I think he is going to lose money from this, which she will not maybe like. She, maybe she will divorce him. I think if anything, she'll divorce him from the same place of the part of her that also wouldn't divorce him. Like I think in general, she'll divorce Force him out of being like you you let it get public so peace out like you've you've publicly humiliated me yeah that's where it would come out of that's what I think I mean she's a Leo rising she has her Saturn in Capricorn she's a moon conjunct Lilith in the second house in Libra I mean it's almost like I could just see it again like being a sort of a money thing I think she probably even when she married him second house Libra conjunct Lilith and then Taurus in the 10th house yeah like she actually I think she saw him as well. And since you do, Mars is sitting right on top of her 10th house, Jupiter moving towards her Venus. Like, I feel like she got into this kind of knowing that she was ready to have children. And, and, you know, you know, she's a North node in Pisces in the seventh house. So she kind of is meant to just like dissolve her ego and partner with someone else and just like, you know, settle down, have a contract of some kind. Seventh house isn't romantic. Fifth house is romantic. Seventh house is contractual. It's marriage is a contract, right? The romance is Leo fifth house, but she's a Leo rising. So I think she realized, okay, I'm going to do it until it really works. Right. She doesn't want to be embarrassed. Don't publicly humiliate me. And the minute that that happens, this was all worth it because now I actually get to cash out. And this is like a, a certain level of like taking back the divine feminine power where she's like, yeah, you know what? I'll play the game and then I'll fucking cash out. We wouldn't know her name really. I mean, she, all the models are models, but like models do up their game. It's the same as the Kardashians and basketball players and Kanye. It's like, there is something about status dating, especially because she has her Saturn yeah. in Capricorn. I think more than anything, she's embarrassed. I think she would, is, is also like your text game. 
your text right. game. Like you, like an you embarrassed me. Like it's one thing. Okay. Yeah. Cheese. He's a movie star. We all say that. Of course, Harry's had 15 nights at Madison Square Garden and has fucked around in the past. Like it's, that's why I said about Harry and Olivia in the first place that she knows that he's a rock star. That yeah. like, I think that the difference is Bahati's not fucking chaotic and disappointed because she knows who she married and she knew what she was doing. And at the end of the day, she, I do think she could divorce him and take all of his money though, because otherwise, um, like, because it just might be more fun. Like, she actually might now be ready for, like, a different brand. Right. I mean, she's only 34. Yeah. She's so about she's, to have she's her. beautiful. She's stunning. She's about to have her third kid. Mm-hmm. Divorce him and get a freaking, like, business titan or something. Mm-hmm. Like, go with somebody else. Mm-hmm. You got the what you wanted out of that. Yeah. I think she did, actually. Her Chiron is in her 11th house in cancer conjunct her mars but mars in the 12th house so it's basically like this kind of was on a soul level and and Pallas athena is sitting on top the, the the wisdom the new strategy the new view of something sitting on top of her chiron in cancer being a mother in the 11th house i think she's like while i was pregnant really and if anything she's like while i was pregnant really and okay this will be the thing that then triggers my mars to go okay time to make a change it's opposite her neptune so basically she's like okay i lived out that timeline now it's time to do something different with my day to day because this leo rising second house libra moon and i mean the only other alternative i could see is that actually she's a bit of a cucky girl but i don't really think that and i don't actually think he had sex with anybody i think it's just embarrassing because he's texting 20 something feeling like whatever they're not ready to get married anyway yeah like i don't think she's protecting any sort of empire either in a way where she would want to put up a united front like this is not hillary and bill clinton who need each other to keep going this is just a random ass pairing of a model and a rock star it's and we like, have no like state there's no like stakes in their marriage like this is not a couple that we like adore or like ha- there's no news about them anyway why would she be creating news about it right yeah so other than to be like i'm cool she is cool so the difference between the kardashians and bahadi and adam levine and the the cheaters of the kardashian cursed clan is that there's a level of acceptance and agreements between Bahati and Adam and it seems like the Kardashians are like the show trying to live in the reality that they're creating in their heads and when that isn't actually what ends up happening they're like shocked but then they're like great the more pain the better we use shame we use we're surrogates too right they really are like such dark underworld characters Mm -hmm. they're like when something dark happens to them they lean into the darkness so much and like perpetuate more darkness out of it like literally it's, it's so crazy and it's they toxic. don't yeah it's toxic and they don't evolve whereas i think with peyote we're gonna see her evolve right now, they, they evolve in like this very very cosmetic way specifically cosmetic literally oh my god that's so crazy okay time and to so change true. the makeup time to change the outfit yeah the thing that's so crazy about the kardashians is like they're getting into their 40s now and i'm like you're still not bored of your own appearance like <laughs> I am so I'm kind of bored. I'm sick of Kim. Yeah, I'm sick of looking at them. Speaking of a real mother with a mother that's real that we read the book about, what's oh my Kathy God, Hilton? The crazy, the crazy ass mother. This is, the, now, this is the flip side of surrogacy where you have big Kathy as the mother and then the three sisters that are now playing their lives and drama out in front of us on reality TV. And one the of three them, sisters that are hell bent on destroying each other on television. Big Kathy's dream came true with little Kathy when she married a Hilton. And then she actually put that little, little Hilton in, in, you know, rich person prison. I know. Well, I think with those rich person camps, they didn't tell the parents what it was. Well, they didn't. But I think what Paris describes in the documentary is actually true, that she did try to tell the parents, but the parents did not believe her. They don't. Right, you because, don't trust your kid. You don't trust your kid. Right. Because like if you have a kid who's 
rebellious and manipulative, right. like you're not going to finally, like, you're not going to suddenly, cause you would think that it would be illegal for it to be that abusive, you know? 100%. I mean, I was talking to someone about how that documentary was such a master stroke of branding for Paris because Incredible. she'd been, she'd been kind of mounting a comeback for a while. And she had a few stumbling blocks. One of which was that she had openly expressed her support for Donald Trump and right. said that he's a family friend. And of course she's voting for him. She agrees with him and blah, blah, blah. And like everyone, everyone's got amnesia about that now. Like she's suddenly this like Gen Z icon. Well, I don't think that everyone has an, am- I don't think anyone has amnesia about it, but I think the Paris of that time taught us actually she is manipulative she taught us to literally think she's an idiot Mm, so i think once we saw the documentary and we saw whoa she who even knows if that's true she actually also she is the actual matriarch like she's who chris is copying but she's authentic like she actually is the ultimate little kathy no paris is actually directing the kardashians first was her documentary that changed their whole brand and now it's the, the hulu kardashians which is much more documentary style even though we know that they're it's fiction oh yeah i guess that's true they're just like literally a poor man's paris strategy Well, I think they're, I don't think they did that to mimic Paris because I think the reason why this one is kind of, they're trying to be more documentary style and break the fourth wall is just them grasping at relevance because everyone knows it's so fake. Right. But I don't think the show helps. I think the show feels actually way more fake because now they're so unselfful. They have such a lack of self before they were kind of just like having fun in front of the cameras. Like even now we're on zoom. It's like, we're going to get some funny stuff because we're not like really giving that big of a shit. You've worn the same shirt for the last day. I just put on my five, five below Casper shirt. Okay. Like, oh, wow. They sell shirts at five below. I'm so ashamed of how much I love the clothes. They're they're cheap. Something apart down there. I'm sorry. My poor dog. What a perfect intro for Kathy Hilton. When you get back, please tell us in what way Kathy is ripping the reality space up. Oh, what are you doing, bud? What are you doing, Kathy? Come here, ask you. Find it. Find it. I know. Isn't that the funniest command? Me and Nick always say it what to each it? other now. What is find it? Find it. You That's put like something. When, when he's like, asking you to suck his pushing your head down find it (laughs) we always say not for that but like if one of us is missing something i'm like i can't find blah 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 and they'll be like find it so what we do is we take treats and put them in like a towel and just like bunch the towel up and then let him snuffle around and try to find the treats so the command for that is find it it's so funny and i just yeah Yeah. i just want you to remember the deeper the base the more well-behaved the dog find it oh yeah i always forget about that um okay so So what's going on with Kathy Hilton? Reality TV in general is eating its own tail right now. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All of the biggest reality shows are flopping hard because the stars are just too good at self-producing and it, and they're too self-aware and it comes across as fake. And like, obviously reality TV has always been fake, but in the beginning, I think it was more TV crews capturing outlandish behavior from rich people or you know in the case of teen mom like not so rich people things like that but now the people who have realized that there's a lot of money in it and they can become stars in their own right they're self-producing and they're trying to kind of stay relevant and it's like no you became relevant like Snooki became relevant because she was a fucking like dumpster fire and that's why we loved her yep and if she if she turned around and got like a makeover and tried, I don't know, like same thing with the Kardashians. Well, like, actually just- when she tried to turn around and get a makeover and do reality things, we didn't watch, but now she's at yes. least 
being honest that she's trying to mature. So well, I'm, I'm not, I'm still not watching, but she is doing like sort of like talk show, talking head kind of thing, which yeah. at least is not reality. Whereas like the Kardashians are trying to like live within the same format and same like fake reality world and act like we don't know what's going on. Right. And they're doing this weird thing where they're leaning into the really dark parts of the story because they think that's conflict and that's what people want, but it's, well, they're milking the gossip. It is the sex tape. They're going, you know what? We can get people, we can pique people's interest with this pain. Yeah. Chris, as that Scorpio matriarch, it's basically her ethos. We take power and we, we get control of our pain by right. using it against you. That's... And it's, but it's actually defensive and it's why they all don't have love. And it's why they're all actually so blocked from like humanity. Yeah. And the thing is, the show used to be funny. Yeah, dude. And Housewives used to be funny. Jersey Shore is funny as shit. So like when the people become so self-aware that they're scared to look like idiots, it stops being funny and it stops being fun to watch. That's exactly right. And it's funny, too, because the more self-aware the the talent thinks they become, it's like over time. We're not talking about we're not talking about like the bachelor where it's like, whoops, I got on TV looking like an idiot. Bye. It's also like the more self-aware they become, the irony is that the more they present on camera as completely not aware of themselves because we saw the first seasons. We know who they are. I know. It's so funny. It's so, it's like, it's like it's such an, that's what I'm saying. They're eating their own ass because it's like, oh, at the end of the day, like, I actually don't remember that <laughs> you saw their the own first ass. Eating their own TV long, I guess that's disgusting. Sorry. <laughs> eating their own tail. Eating their own tail. Eating their own tail. <laughs> <laughs> eating their own ass. My bad. My bad. So just no leave it. It's so, so disgusting. disgusting. It's really the bad. Snake began to eat its own ass. <laughs> it's, it's just another way to say it, though. You know, it's like, was he cheating or was he being a rock star? Was he eating his tail or his ass? But yeah. um, whoa, whoa, whoa. where does the snake poop? For? Anyway, so um, they have like a slit. Ew! <clears throat> what a terrible word. I'm so sorry I said that. Slit's tough. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, don't really like bad one. I'd rather but say that- slitterous. I'd rather say slitterous. <laughs> Slitoris, slitoris. You know what? This is like we didn't even laugh the whole first part of the episode because, like, it we're was. We're talking so... about the heavy ass Kardashians. Yeah, and this is the thing. It's like it can't just be heavy all the time. Like, I think they wrongly saw that all the milestones and the drama and stuff was performing well but what kept their fans coming back in the beginning was the humor and watching people interact same thing with real housewives like watching delusional crazy ass women interact that's what's fun but anyway here's what's happening with the hill the kathy hilton thing it all goes back to while this season was shooting someone posted a a message that Lisa Rinna had sent to someone that said, Oh my God, Kathy, we were in Aspen at a party. The DJ wouldn't play the song Kathy Hilton wanted or something. And she had a meltdown. She used a homophobic slur and a racial slur. It was terrible, blah, blah, blah. So everyone's been waiting for the moment when the cast gets to Aspen this season. So they've been in Aspen for the last three weeks. Obviously, Bravo's drawing out the footage as long as humanly possible, which I don't blame them. But it's sort of the same method of reality TV filmmaking, which is like, okay, you know something fucked up happens. So like, wait right. for it, be enticed, come back for it. Right. So and we're all like, yeah, hurt, hurt, hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this week was the episode where they, where Kathy had the meltdown. They didn't show any footage whatsoever. They show them getting out to go to a club. And then the next morning they show Rinna being like something so disturbing happened. Kathy freaked out. Like she was, she, she didn't, but Rinna doesn't say anything about a racial slur or any kind of slur. She's just like, oh, and then Sutton's like, we were all out at the bar and 
Kathy wanted to do a conga line and no one would do it with her. And that's why she freaked out. She freaked out. Kathy Hilton, Paris Hilton's mom freaked out because no one would do a conga line with her at this club. So then she started yelling at everyone being like, if you're my real friend, you'll come home with me. She said to uh, Kyle, her sister, you need to come home with me. And Kyle was like, no, which again, like if my sister, no matter who else we're out with, if Casey was like, you need to come home with me, I'd be like, done. Like, so then who goes home with Kathy? Rinna, the most unreliable narrator and the one with the biggest like chip on the one who literally the biggest mouth, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like always trying to make drama, always picking people to start fights with and trying to like stir the pot. So Rinna now insists that when they got back to the house, uh, Kathy had a breakdown. She was stomping on her. She threw her glasses on the floor and stomped on them, which we never even saw any footage of glasses being broken. I don't think any of this happened. And she said that, that Kyle said, uh, or Kathy said, Kyle owes me everything. She'd be nothing without me. And she wouldn't even be famous, which like, yeah, good point. But so basically there, there's not much more to say. I mean, the, the rumors in the Bravo sphere have been that Kathy said a racial or homophobic slur and the reality. And there's also a rumor now that there have been cease and desists thrown around to the effect that we will never know the truth of what happened. And that's why we can't see anything, but I don't know. I think if they had any sort of footage, they would be able to use it and there's no reason why they wouldn't. And because, you know, she signed a release to be on the show. So I don't know. It seems like it's kind of a much ado about nothing. And yes, wait, just to a- remember, wait, so it all started because a, a text from Rinna leaked yes. saying that Kathy made racial slurs and gay slurs while she was freaking out about something at, at their the Aspen trip. Yeah. In the Aspen trip at something, an incident stemming from something that happened at a club. So you're saying that the question isn't like what's going on with Kathy. The question is, did Kathy actually have a meltdown or did Rinna just make her bed and and now she's laying in it? Right. I think Kathy did freak out, but I think someone freaks out every week on these shows. Right. And for some reason, the women don't want Kathy on the show. Like in the in the weeks leading up to this, like it could, you could tell they were all against her. They were like pushing her buttons and not being nice. And like, for whatever reason, it was clear that they had all turned against her, especially and including Kyle. I would really like to know why. Do we have any idea what? Because she's more rich than all of them and that that, that threatens them. And there's also just a constant psychodrama between the Hilton's Richard sisters. Right. It's just, they 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 are never all three in harmony they're always fighting somehow and i think it's just kyle doesn't want to share she thinks beverly real housewives of beverly hills is her show it's her turf and she doesn't want to share it with kathy even though again kathy and kim are the only reason kyle was ever relevant enough to get on the show in the first place right and like and at the end of the day who owns the show big kathy right you mean their mom you're a team sis like what we're seeing is like such a long-standing family dynamic literally playing out even post-mortem it's like yeah it's the same as why we thought like johnny and amber ultimately were just in the same act out of this is how we fight and now they're just showing us it's like this is this is what kathy what big kathy created 
for them because she pinned them against each other their whole life. Yeah. Even if when one of them had a success, it would be all of their success. But she had them competing like they were on a reality show, like mm-hmm. and had to win like the Survivor. That was like literally Kathy made them feel like they were on Survivor. And Kim had her Kim had her early, you know, Hollywood career. Kyle sort of did. Then Kathy met Hilton. She became Kathy Hilton. Big Kathy is satisfied. You girls did it. Mama's happy. Then the other two are like, wait, what? You know, and then they get into their little, you know, spat about it. And Kathy's just like the winner. And then, and then Real Housewives emerges. Kyle brings her sister along. This time she's bringing her sister along. It's not right, a finally, commercial shoot. It's the other way around. Yeah, finally, Kyle's, finally, Kyle's the star because uh, Kim is not in a good place enough mentally to command the show. But it's like, but we're, cause we're a family. And it's like, at the end of the day, like my opportunity is my sister's opportunity. I got, I think, isn't that the story too? Isn't that from the book? Isn't it? Maybe I'm making this up, but I think it's that Kim actually got hired for the first time because she was in the waiting room at an audition Kyle was on. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So this is literally Kyle, like, get, like still in that in that deep psychic space, like literally living that unconscious wound and being like, I'm going to bring I, we're going to discover you at my show. Now I'm a good sister. But actually bringing your sister in when you know that she's specifically unwell is actually so, so terrible, terrible. And it's not to say that she meant to do it to hurt her because they did grow up with a mindset specifically that was like the more on camera, the better. That is the goal. The goal is on camera and husbands with money. That's like it. Yeah. Well, the goal is just money and on camera was a means to an end for the money. Right. But I think for those kids, the on camera was the like thing that even though, because kids don't care about money, they just know that they didn't get, they got cast as Toto instead of Dorothy in, you know, my my audition for right Lost. right so for yeah yeah for them like fame was af- affiliated with love or associated yeah. with love in their minds yeah mm-hmm. but so yeah now rinna is pretending that she's so traumatized by kathy's breakdown that she can't even be in the same places as her and kathy's acting basically like nothing happened so this is hilarious actually i know but they all do that they all have crazy outbursts and then act like nothing happened like it's the name of the game it's housewives and they're all like oh kathy acts like she's this perfect person but like she's not and blah 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 and it's i just think this whole plan of theirs it's like erica rinna and kyle like you can tell the three of them are kind of united in trying to get rid of and dorit to a lesser extent and it's just like this is so intensely backfiring because she is the most likable person on the show a thousand percent and the most actually interesting like want to see what her life looks like yeah and like a couple episodes ago um kyle actually had tried to make this whole thing about how kathy showed up in aspen with slippers on and she and kathy's like oh yeah i wear slippers in the airport and kyle's like what if someone recognizes you and she's like i don't care i wear a mask like and kyle gets mad at her because she doesn't have a designer bag on and she's wearing like a tote bag and it's like kyle she what don't you get like kyle has never seemed more like a poor person in her life literally this is this is the rich people rich people thing to do the casual is- billionaires are casual Right. And I don't think Kathy's a billionaire, but like, she's definitely got, it's, it's confident to not need to wear designer shoes at the airport. It's, it's right. confident to just be comfortable. Right. Exactly. What does Kathy have to prove? Why would she need to show up looking designer? She's Kathy motherfucking Hilton and you're filming the real housewives. What, and then what are Kyle you talking puts, about? 
yeah. And then Kyle puts her in this shitty bunk bed, clearly hoping that she's going to have some kind of meltdown and she can say she's a diva because like, and why would she have a problem with a bunk bed? Because they always complain about their rooms on these shows when they go on trips. Okay. It's, it's just so crazy because like one minute Kyle is like, Kathy's so weird. She puts caviar on baked potatoes and it's like, girl, that's the biggest rich person meal in the world. Like a baked potato with sour cream and caviar. Yes. That's a rich person meal. Like, how do you not know that that's actually embarrassing for you? That's so embarrassing that you pretend that you're this big time, like Beverly Hills person. And you don't know that. And like one minute she's like, Oh, my sister's so ridiculous. And then, and like over the top and the next minute, she's like, I can't believe my sister's carrying a tote bag. It's like, just admit that you're like, so insanely jealous of your sister that it drives you insane like oh, and yeah get some help because this is not the way to this, this is not the way forward for either of you it's so interesting I mean the family dynamics that are playing out are fucking stunning and it's it's really interesting I mean and well the other question I guess the last thing I'll say is like what's going on like okay first of all other than them playing out the psychodrama of the sister's life story why would they not want her on the show because she's jealous. Gonna, yeah, they're, she's going to outshine the rest of them. Got it. And so that's where so now Rinna has gone back to her roots and she's actually like flexing her soap career. And she's turned this into some soap opera where Kathy's act out was so bad. She stomped her glasses on the floor and called them the N word. You know, it's like whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what are you even like? Like, yeah, if it's like a conga line fight that then I mean it sounds like also there was like drinking involved and so like I could see where Kathy's maybe having some kind of a a moment she wants to go home she wants her sister to go with her also if you're telling me they've been bullying her there she feels like she wants an ally she wants to she doesn't feel welcome and good you know why don't you just do the fucking conga line with her she's a Hilton help her out she'll help you out okay but it's also like yeah and and she is keeping the show afloat she is the only like relief but then it's right, like the only comedic relief, like the rest of them. It's why the are they killing not- comedy? Why is reality TV killing comedy? I know this. Sh- they they don't understand what people want to see. It's like, yes, you need conflict to keep the storyline going. But we want comedy and we want lifestyle porn. That's right. what really you tune in for every week. Like all the housewives shows are just getting so dark and toxic. And like, it's all just fighting. And uh, it's like exhausting. I feel like it's like just because of COVID, you don't have to be deep. Like we're not all needing to be reminded of how serious things, although maybe it's because during COVID people's real psychological issues started to come out more. And so maybe that is why the storylines are just not that light because like, we're just not, we're not in that light of a phase, like competition shows only maybe for a few seasons until we're out of the dark ages, because it's like, everyone is traumatized on so many levels and it's all just like coming at in public Pluto at the late degree of Capricorn being like, sorry, public structure, sorry, status. Right. That's why it's good that we haven't climbed the top of the mountain yet, because actually it's going to be a new mountain. We're going to stay at the bottom until it's a new mountain. We're not going to climb up unnecessarily. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we can change reality TV. I don't know if we can reformat it because even like this new one, real girlfriends in Paris, I mean, I'm loving it, but it is very clear that the girls are like producing themselves and trying to, have storylines and they're not just like living life. They are trying to make sure that like certain things are happening. Like there's this one girl who's like fighting with her best friend over like a work issue. And 
I don't know. It just feels a little bit like they talked about it ahead of time and decided mm-hmm. who's going to be the good guy, who's going to be the bad guy. I'm going to throw my drink on you at this restaurant. So don't wear anything too expensive, you know, like like as if anybody ever really throws drinks on each other like that. In real life, yeah, never. Like, you guys think you can, like, live your life in a different country. I'm going to Paris with my girls. And then, like, aren't mature enough to not dump drinks on each other's head. It's like, you guys are... Oh, my God. You guys are too privileged. It's so it's so cringe. No, they're just immature. Like, the first episode, one of the girls brings ranch dressing out of, out of her purse. It's disgusting. It's like, how dare you go to Paris and pull ranch dressing out of your purse? I mean literally you like actually the really embarrassing thing is like she was like this will be funny like, yeah this, will be my, like, this is this is the white hot sauce this will, yeah, be, this will be the american hot sauce now it's like you don't deserve a passport leave ranch <laughs> dressing at home ranch dressing is an abomination it's disgusting it's such an embarrassing it's well this is all so interesting too because it's like basically a lot of people that are like thinking that they're either doing something funny cool or like flexing like i think for kyle even using the term caviar in a sentence makes her feel rich. Whereas yeah. she doesn't realize again, she lack of awareness. She doesn't realize that she's actually saying like, not only she's, she's literally name dropping caviar. And then she's like, can you imagine? Eat, it's basically, she's like, can you imagine eating caviar? It's like, Kyle, you can. Yeah. What's up rich girl. Right. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, it's embarrassing. And the, the with the ranch dressing thing, it's like if that was a real thing that happened, it would have been wild and amusing. And like, oh, my God, I can't believe someone would do this. But it was so clearly orchestrated for television. Right. And like, that's the problem with reality TV right now. That's why I think the medium is like dying. And I don't know how to fix it, because even the people that haven't been on the shows for so long are are engaging in this self-production. You know what I mean? Well, and in fact, actually, may I venture to say that we are all participating in the self-production of reality TV because for, on the flip side, I would say that specifically Adam Levine's text messages that have become no different than the storyline of Tristan is, they're just not, there's not a, a documentary to follow, but the same thing happened where it's like, oh my God, Chloe's pregnant and Tristan had another baby, right? It's all just part of the news gossip cycle. So- mm-hmm those text messages were not actually intended for reality TV viewing. And I don't know. I mean, at least it's funnier, but it's like, I don't know if that's any better. It's like, it's actually like, but that's what we're all doing. We're all basically like, whether it's because like someone on TikTok dropped a vid talking about West End Elm Caleb and everyone just agrees that he didn't want to be with them or like, you know what I mean? The, the, the rock star gets caught cheating. I wish that he was a little bit more conscious that these might come out into the public. They really, he might've thought about his writing. He might right. And I your think body is the, absurd. Your writing is absurd, Adam. Right. And like, I think Sumner, the one who, who, who released them, I mean, she clearly knew exactly what she was doing and like using, using the kind of really all Quran lingo, like, Oh, it, you know, I was young and naive and he had more power than me. It's mm-hmm. like, I, I see now that I was taken advantage of when I moved to LA and the lead singer of Maroon 5 started texting with me. I let him. Yeah, like you didn't, I don't know. Right. It's it's just- Also so like, s- even if he's like, my wife and I are separated, it's like they're in LA living again. Like read the news. Like they're not separated. Right. There's not. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I mean, the way that she released it seemed very like catering to like these narratives that she knows people are going to jump on. It's like when someone's like, how do I get Adderall from a doctor? It's like, there are certain words you're going to (laughs) use, you know, like not detail oriented, chaotic driving, you know, like executive function issues, fell fell asleep, nodded off while I was driving because there wasn't enough going on. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> there's a way to do it. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Right. It's the same thing. It's like, right. She's using the code words. It's like, if you want to, if you want to, you know, sell your story of victimhood, here's the play. Here's the PR playbook of what now is and is not okay that we all agree on. Right. Can't wait to hear about the gaslighting. And he needs to watch more reality TV because if he knew a single thing about the way people's minds work, he would not have sent these text messages. Like what a moron. I just can't believe that he is so uncool. He's and that he's so doing it from a, a verified uncool. account. This is why doing it from a ver- like, well, that's even why with like the Army Hammer thing, he was doing it from his verified account too. But you know what? The truth is, he if anything, I, like I think Kira was right that like he's upset now because he can't like do his his theater, his like sex theater that he created in his mind to do methodically. But also, even if it's like. I like I'm not saying it's good writing but it's like wow to have it come out that you're a cannibal is at least interesting you know like because he's not actually a cannibal but it's like he yeah. was like I feel like he's not upset about people knowing that that was his kink he gets off on his kink so right. it's like this is just embarrassing because he's like hey hey sexy 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 it's like what are you writing a bridge to a song like dude like we don't repeat the same word you don't he literally was writing like like hey lovely hey lovely lovely you know like your yeah. bot Ugh, is, stop it's his absurd cringe. song is so different than wow your bot like wow your body is absurd we got a new youtube subscriber wow that's that's such a good omen mall oh my god how do i only have 22 subscribers also wait, how do you on YouTube? have fallen what's going on with kathy based on her chart you think this is just a ploy for them to try to eject her from the show because one of the things they say in the book not all diamonds and rosé which is a book that was written by dave quinn and it's basically an oral history of all the housewives show and he shows and he did it with bravo and andy cohen's participation so like one of the things that gets reiterated over and over again is Whenever all the housewives turn against one person, that's the quickest way that that person will get kicked off the show. So like, as long as you have at least a couple allies, you're relatively safe. So I think then there's this group that's known as the Fox Force Five, which includes Rinna, Kyle. It sounds like a morning news station. I know. I don't know who made it up. I don't know if they made it it up or fans made it up. Fox Forest? Fox Force Five. It's like- Okay, yeah, so it really sounds in- like the Fox 5 news team. Yeah, Force. It's like Uma Thurman's character in Pulp Fiction. Right, That's okay. what her TV show was. How aggressive. I know, but so it's Rinna, Erica, Dorit, Kyle, and there was one more, I forget who. So and basically like, everybody but Kathy and Garcelle. Everybody but Kathy, Garcelle, and Sutton. Garcelle okay. and Sutton have been off on the side for the last couple seasons, uh, Garcelle got an ally in Cherie this season and, but she's just a friend of, and now Garcelle and Sutton are kind of, oh, and Crystal too. Crystal's off on the, on the end, but I mm. hope they get rid of her. She's so boring. I don't even know why she's on the show. So it's basically like, there is a strategy going on that like, as a critical media analyst of the housewife culture, there is a trend. Also the book you read, whatever that was, oh, I'm giving you credit now. Take it, take it. But <laughs> basically the best way to secure your position on the show is to have allies that are high status within the universe of the show. So Kathy is higher status than all of these women in the universe of Beverly Hills. So of course, they're worried. By default, she's the highest status on the show. Right. Well, Diana Jenkins actually might be higher because she's got more money even than Kathy, I think, which is so confusing because no one understands where that came from. But um, so I think they all think if they get rid of Kathy, their positions will be more secure, basically. Interesting. What okay. do you want from me, Ashley? He's like, I found it. Did he find it? 
I don't know. I think there's more in there still. Well, okay. So here's what I think was going on, but find it. So what I'm going to say is, okay. So I looked up when this was happening. This happened in March of 2022 while this was happening. So Kathy is a Pisces son, exactly on her midheaven, her legacy, right? So her ego, she is famous for being Kathy Hilton, right? Mm-hmm. It's Pisces in nature. So it's like about beauty and art and being a, 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 a person that is above everybody else, the ultimate master of, right? But it's also like through trauma, through having to let go through the arts, right? It's all the Pisces things, but it's also through like delusion and through illusion, right? Now, Neptune has been in Pisces for the last few years. It's it's on the way out, but it's still there. And Neptune currently for the last like two years has been basically just sitting on top of her son and her legacy, making it kind of confusing, bringing her out into the public, changing our perception of her. But then it's also like, you know, now we're, now we're asking if she's a reckless racist, you know, like yeah. psychopath, right? Now- What's interesting is that on this, in March of 2022, when this was happening, the sun in the sky, which is her solar return, was conjunct Neptune. So I think there is two things going on. Number one, I think that she probably got drunk and maybe did act uncharacteristically. Her Chiron is sitting on top of her Mercury at this point, like her wound on her voice with her south node, past life remembrance, uh, Venus, all in Aries like all in her legacy 10th house. So this is, she, she might've been having a moment where I think here's what I think was really happening. Meta, you could see her having a huge rage problem. Like she comes across as a very repressed person. Well, and re- beyond even being a repressed person, and I could see her having a rage problem, but I also think, I think Kathy does repress a lot of shit because she actually feels that she's entitled to a certain life that she has to earn. But the way that she earns it is in a very entitled way not only did she have a power mother that was basically forcing her to sing and to try to be in commercials and to whatever but they had a requirement to marry rich then she did it she actually did what her mother wanted which was to marry rich and to have a famous last name and to be in the scene and she was a good girl now it's interesting because her moon is in the 11th house in taurus exactly conjunct her lilith right so she's actually she does have that lilith mother she has a mother who was rebellious and dark and sort of unsafe highly erotic but did tell them to go get what you deserve and she did create what she intended right from a Mm. again from a sort of lilith you know chris jenner dark place right and that also means kathy's fairly comfortable with a little bit of a little bit of dark feminine energy like specifically she may create it she may be attracted to it she also may she does have a dark side because she was raised her connection to her mother is that her mother pushed her to, to, you know, fucking achieve and, and be seen. And, you know, so anyway, um, I think what was going on is that in this moment when Kathy was drinking, she got triggered. Okay. This gets very specific, but I don't know why this is coming to me. This is what I think. I think she was triggered that she was having the same kind of experience as she did with her mother before she found Mr. Hilton, which is that like, for these three girls, the reason that they're in this continual fight, the reason that now Kyle would even be as, so stupid as to out loud compare herself to her sister, who's so far superior, lol, 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 like, good thing you married a realtor, Kyle, chill. But it's like, okay, so, um, well, you know, they used to work at, he used to work with Rick Hilton. Wow, really? Is that how they met? Um, no, Rick Hilton gave him a job and then he left and went into the freaking, his own wow, business what a small and some world of, and took some of no like he gave him a job because he was married to oh, kyle oh oh my god then, so you guys should be nothing but grateful 
Right. And then he left and took some of the freaking clients. I think it's possible that on that night that Rinna is describing, not only is she hyperbolizing and maybe adding some dramatic flair, but I think that Kathy was uniquely hurt in a way that she has been her whole life, which is that even when she gets the commercial, sings at the piano bar, you know, marries a Hilton, that ultimately nothing was, it, it, from the way that the book sounds, nothing ever was enough for Big Kathy. And I mean, we know that the reason that Kyle and and Kathy didn't speak for all of those years is because Kathy was angry that Kyle made the movie that painted their mother in a certain life, as if Kyle's not allowed to have her own experience of it and and create, I mean, her, it's like her mother almost treated them like their responsibility was to track this icon or like tell this iconic story with the Hollywood connections they make. She was acting like a caricature, right? And so it's like, it's like, I think that this, I think Kathy was very deeply triggered with the same thought, which was like, yo, I'm doing everything for you guys anyway. I didn't even want to be put on. She didn't want to be on the show. She's like, I didn't even want to be on the show. I didn't want my mother to be like, you know, recorded in that way, but okay, I'm here. And now that I'm here, you're all just going to still be fucking mean to me. And you're not going to really actually appreciate like what I bring and what I've done. You're just now going to focus on like who I'm married to, or like, you know, that I'm wearing slippers. Like, is it, I think she, I think Kathy has a feeling of really deeply desiring feeling, feeling safe to be herself. Like the other side of that moon Lilith in the 11th house in Taurus is it's like, yeah, she did spend a huge amount of her life behind closed doors, actually repressing that true wild woman, sensual woman that she is. But actually yeah. now that she's been kind of taken out of the closet, actually I'm funny and cool. Now that she's actually being herself, which is funny, cool, and confident, and she's got her fucking slippers on, they're rejecting her. I think she either had like an act out where at, in a drunken state, she either like channeled her mother and or just, I think there was like a really big reckoning moment for her where she either was like, I think she was so hurt that no one would join her or come along with her. And I think she was so upset that she felt alone, even though she has this sister that, you know, Kyle did the same thing to Kathy in a way, which is like, bring her into my world and then throw you under the bus. It's like, Kyle, like have a little bit of humility here. Like, why would you want to continue to like really hurt each other in public like I just don't understand but you know when I look at Kyle's chart again this is so interesting because we have a Libra new moon coming up we've been talking a lot about Libra moons Kyle has a Libra moon in the third house so you know and then a one degree Scorpio uh Mars in the third house so basically she she is here to like kind of challenge her sisters and fight with their there's like a she has like a desire to like you know like she, she's competing with her sisters, right? And like, she yeah. thinks that she's entitled. Her South Node is with Pluto and with Uranus and with Jupiter in the second house. So she, in Libra. So she's like, my family is your family. You're not better than me. I'm not better than, she's, she's in a fight where it's like, no, I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. And it's like, yo, you guys like, but but Kyle's, that's that's sort of her nature. Her nature is to to get deeply under her siblings' skin and fucking like penetrate. You know, it's interesting. Kyle's North Node is at the beginning of Aries in the eighth house with her Chiron at the last degree of wow. Kyle starts interesting because there's a, a, a pattern here of like very late degree energy, then followed by brand new energy. So it's like her wound is in Pisces where Kathy's legacy and son are. So Kathy really triggers how much Kathy has gotten from other people triggers the shit out of Kyle that like really 
that really bothers her. That is what she's triggered by. And if Kathy, not only Kathy being the star, but also Kathy being the richest and someone that needed to even help her and Mo and whatever. I think Kathy's a Taurus moon. So they're just super competitive. And she's very jealous about how Kathy comes across and how Kathy gets her money and how much she feels she got in comparison to Kathy. And so her real job is to sort of shut the fuck up about it and transmute that in herself and actually work together bonded eighth house to get fucking money together and grow their world together. But because she's a fucking petty ass, you know, late degree Libra moon. And then her Mars is right there. Kyle is petty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kyle is here to actually fuck with her sisters and, and hopefully learn. Well, but in a way she's actually doing her work. It's not the good version of it, but on some level, it's like Kyle actually is using her sisters and like drama, what she can get from her sisters and the drama of it and exposing behind closed doors things at her own benefit, which sort of is the chart, but then it's like her Saturn's in the ninth house. So she doesn't realize that doing it that way is actually blocking her growth more than it's letting the empire actually reign free and be the, the Richard's sisters. And like, because she stays, it's like, seems like she's in a um, almost like obligatory relationship with her sisters. And so as a result, she gets to tell herself on the, on the day to day, I'm creating opportunities for all of us. And I'm bringing you into my world, but then her, her Mercury is in Aquarius fucking square her Mars. So basically she is coming in with fighting words and ultimately doesn't, she isn't, her chart is like not highly emotional and it's not highly intuitive. It's, it's just very, it's sort of like entitled combative and there's, and there's, sort of a lot of air and fire that are literally, I mean, the modalities of conflict, status and conflict and and money. I'm interested to see if any more information comes out. Maybe the rant that she did really was worse than what we saw on TV because what we saw on TV was nothing. It was just Lisa Rinna describing someone breaking their own glasses. So I think that the franchise has sort of learned their lesson in being like, why don't we, we shouldn't have shown her in blackface as Diana Ross either. Like we don't even want to go there anymore. So even if it was- Even if Rina was telling the truth, I think the network is like, we got to stop like putting people being racist on TV. It's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And like, like, we don't have another, we don't want to have another like fake apology conversation. You think maybe Bravo covered it up to. It's just like Kathy was wasted. She might have said like, you to one of her assists. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. Okay. But then I think at the same time, if Bravo decided of its own volition to cover that up, I think the other women would be losing their shit. Actually, you're right. There's no way that it was. I think that Rinna just thought she was trash talking and they could say it maybe happened off camera. But yeah, right. if there's no footage of it, unless Kathy like literally bought them off. Right. It would like, be hard to believe that there'd be anything barring them from showing it. But right. The amount of money that it would take to buy them off is actually probably too much, even that she wouldn't even want to part with that much money. The thing that's going on with Rena is I'll tell you every season, the, the season that I just finished rewatching, she tells someone that Kim Richards is close to death and Kim Richards is completely sober <laughs> and fine. Like she, oh my she, God. she habitually just says like crazy shit and kind of makes things up. So that's why I'm just like, it's if it was coming from any other member of the cast, it would be more believable. But the fact that it's coming from Rena is like she really does treat the show like a soap opera. Like you know she what? is a she is a writer of a soap opera. That is what she is because she it's in her blood. Yes, she is. You know what I could see happening though? I could see some kind of a flip of the script here, where because of what we're talking about in the lagging TV ratings, that actually the thing that got her here being that soap opera character just as a personality 
now is I think this could backfire where Kathy's like, either I'm leaving the show or Rinna does, because I'm not having somebody that actually spread rumors that I had a racist hissy fit when I was just sad that no one wanted to Congo with me. I was sad. Maybe I think she right. probably did have a, a an emo- like a moment. But well, she was furious because the girls were not participating with her trying to promote her family's tequila brand. And they showed that. Yeah. Like, so that's what the buildup was. And then I think she wanted to have fun and she felt that everyone was ignoring her. I mean, which they are. It sounds like they were right. Kyle and all of her friends were being really rude. And even Mauricio was being rude to her. So, okay. That's point. what she did. She probably called Mauricio like a, a racist name. Something. I don't know. Like, Who knows I, what she happened? could have been like in a bitchy, funny mood or in a bit, just a bitchy mood. Like the only time that you say really actually mean shit about anyone usually is when it's personal. Like, I can't imagine Kathy just uses the N word casually. Like, this just doesn't even seem worth it to her. Like, that doesn't seem like she's in that conversation. Yeah, but she also might be out of touch enough not to understand. Like, yeah, there's no, no way it's... that's her language. Yeah, I don't think so either. It, but okay. So let's close the book on Kathy as well. Until I could next see this time. being the end of Rinna because they're like, okay, we actually, Kathy's worth it over you. And then maybe Rinna actually just does go back to soaps. It's sort of her calling. Yeah, I know. I really like seeing Rinna on TV. I like her outfits, but yeah. I think she know. could act again, though. I could see Rinna having a real career change because she actually does have talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. She's very uh, charismatic. Like it was so funny when her daughters were becoming models and she was like, you know, I was never really a real model. I was like a reject model. And they showed her modeling photos and she looks stunning and like engaging and really <laughs> cool. And then her two daughters are just like stick stickly popsicle sticks, like just frowning all the time. And it's well, like, what a funny comment though. Cause even, cause even if that is true, it's like, well, yeah, that's why they have careers and like, they're not reject models because actually the culture has changed in such a way where now we actually reject bodies. Right. We reject charisma. <laughs> yeah. In we reject favor talent, of, charisma, and bodies. In favor of followers and nepotism. Yeah. yeah. But be whatever. as bland as you possibly can. Be the canvas. Yeah. They're all equally unfair, though. I mean, it's not like people born with charisma. Like, I don't know. Whatever. No, but it's actually like to be able to be a model and then like parlay it into a soap career is pretty fucking dope. And her husband rocks. They seem like she should be a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know. She, I think she has it needs to express herself creatively and she's taking it out in the wrong places yeah i agree and i mean i don't want to believe that she's evil in real life because she just seems so fun i don't well i mean her pluto is conjunct her mars and her in its opposite her moon and chiron conjunction in the 10th house and her saturn's on her mid heaven so she's sort of not that she might be evil but she she does come from a sort of she comes from an internal place like to she feels attacked when she isn't actually like celebrated as the 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 most creative the star the she feels creatively unexpressed and but she's blaming it on other people not valuing her when actually she's not valuing her and she actually needs to start putting it's like when you when you don't do comedy when you've never gone to an open mic but you're just like doing jokes at parties nonstop. like she's just lasering people with her soap skills Right, right. That's just some lasering people. Yeah, that's so true. That is so true. Like whenever I go to a social interaction and I'm too on and I start like roasting people, I'm like, oh my God, Molly, come on, stop. Yeah, go, do a, go do a show. Like, right. what are you doing? Or I'm like, just, wait, wait, wait. I have a story, everyone. It's like Sarah. Yeah. yeah. It's like, come on, let's tone it down. Come Everyone's on. not performing. Yep. <laughs> that's just our shit. They don't shit. need you to, and they, they don't need you right now. So Eric is just off. What do you mean? I guess she, they, they said she was not guilty, right? No, no, no. They, there was, there's like multiple lawsuits she's involved in. And one of them 
got dismissed in Illinois or something only because they thought that they should pick it up in California instead. Oh, okay. Why did Jennifer, yeah. why did Jennifer Lawrence call her evil? And why does Erica care so much? You got to watch the show. Okay. I'll watch, but okay. So she just says act evil either way. And why don't you chill out? Jayla was not actually trying to like send you a message. Just chill. Right. Do the last like three episodes where they're in Aspen and you'll okay. get all you need out of this. Okay, season. perfect. I actually will watch. I'm, I'm interested. And after watching yeah. the Kardashians, anything's going to be better. That was, I wanted to watch it on 2X so bad. I know. I wish that you could watch it on 2X. Next time I'm just going to watch every YouTube clip. It's just the whole show. Yeah. And I mean, the show now is about their personal lives, which are extremely depressing. And right, they're all literally going through actual tragedies. Right. And like them going on TV and trying to like consolidate power, like trying to like keep their status. That's all it's about. And it's just like, wait, you've got to give us something else. Okay, well, let's wrap and let's come back uh, in a few days. And you guys, we hope some funny stuff happens on reality TV so that we're funny again, too. And And otherwise, just write a good review and you could just say we're funny and think of it as a manifestation. It's Libra New Moon on Sunday. Thank you for listening. Leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles. The rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.